Hello, listeners of the Positively Purposed Podcast. My name is Madison, and I am Abigail's big sister. She kindly asked me to come on her podcast today to talk a little bit about persistence. And I think I might know why she asked me of all people to talk about persistence because last year my husband and and I moved all the way across the country from Alabama to Seattle, Washington, and I spent over a year looking for a job. And I'm not talking about the career of my dreams. I'm just talking about a job semi-related to what I went to school for. So today I wanted to share a little bit about my story and how it relates to persistence and maybe try and give a tip or two to anyone listening, maybe needing a little help persevering and pushing through something that they're going through. So in March of 2020, my husband and I knew that we were going to Seattle and I began the job search. And we knew we were going to Seattle in June, so I had March, April, May, and June to find a job before we get there, you know, before bills start becoming due. I'm searching, I'm looking, I'm applying during my lunch hour at my current job, I'm applying after work, I'm asking people to read over my resume, and it's tough. A few weeks after I start looking, the pandemic hits and all of a sudden the jobs I'm looking at, primarily in the nonprofit field, just dry up. Everything seems like it has 200, 300 applications and jobs that I feel like I should be getting, you know, second and third round interviews for, I'm getting cut initially. And I'm so confused and I'm so frustrated because you know, we've just been married a year. We're planning on moving across the country. I still have a current job. We're packing. There's so much going on in our lives. And all I know to do is keep trying. I know that there's going to be a job out there for me. I decide, okay, well, nonprofits just isn't really returning a lot of luck. Let me expand the field. I know I like working with kids. Let's see if there's anything in childcare, in education. So still trying to stay positive. I know that the right job is out there for me. In March, I decide to apply for a one-year teaching position. I know that I would be a good fit due to my interest with children. I feel like I really impress the teachers and the interviewers in the phone call. I get moved to the second round. I have to do some research, watch some videos, write an essay. I do it. I get to the third round. The third round is a group interview with other candidates. And that's when I get the news that they have already filled their spots, but I can certainly apply again next year. Never the news you want to hear. And in my case, I kind of, you know, stuck my nose up a little and said, I will definitely have a job by then. So 
fast forward a couple months. It is now June. We are now in Seattle. We have made the cross country move and I am still without a job. In all of those months before we moved, I was searching every day, applying to dozens, if not hundreds of jobs in that time frame, and still nothing. I was getting a few more final round interviews, but still no offers. And at this point, I'm so frustrated and scared because we have rent due. And that's when I make the decision. We have bills coming up and we've got to pay them. So I expand my job search even further. And I start looking at just anything that will get us through the next month. And I'm applying at grocery stores, at Starbucks's, at Amazon, anything that meets my skill levels because I know this is temporary and I know I can still keep looking for my picture perfect job after we pay the bills. And I see a job after a couple weeks of searching after we've been in Seattle for about two weeks and it's a social distancing attendant. Never heard that phrase before. And it's for a zoo. Oddest place to hear those words. And it's just part-time. It's just seasonal. It's just minimum wage. But they are urgently hiring. I chuckle to myself and to my husband, John, saying, this is so funny. I can't believe I'm applying for this. But again, I know this is for now. This is temporary. And it's to make ends meet. So it's important. I apply, get the first round interview, make it to the second round, and they say, can you start next week? And I do. And it's not fun. (laughs) In the middle of a pandemic, I am working at a zoo in a new city with no friends, no connections, telling people how to wear a mask and how to socially distance. It's crazy and it's frustrating And it's not what I expected in the slightest. I have a degree essentially in nonprofits. Why would I be working at a zoo? Especially telling people what they should already know how to do. This is where I have a really low point in my life that I'd like to share about. I am so frustrated my months of applying for a job haven't paid off. True, I do have one, but it's not what I want to be doing. It doesn't make a lot of money. It doesn't have any benefits, and I'm not happy. There were a lot of tears at this point, admittedly. Being so far from home, not having any kind of connections, just John and I in this job that I'm not happy about. So John really encouraged me and I'm sharing this advice because I think it's good to realize, realize my situation, realize that it's temporary, realize that I have the ability to change what my life looks like, to change what path I'm on but I have to stay focused. Make sure those feelings are valid. (laughs) Cry when you need to. And when you're ready, get back up. Keep applying. 
keep going. I think the most important thing that I learned through this situation is to not give up. And that sounds cliche and it sounds way easier to say than to do. But if that means you edit your resume, if that means you send one job application, whatever it takes to put one foot in front of the other and keep going is what you need to do. And of course, my situation is specifically about job hunting. But whatever that means, however that is applicable to you in your life, do it. Maybe that means sending that text message or email that you've been putting off. Maybe that means making that hard phone call. Whatever it is, dial the number. Sit down and do it. And push yourself through this hard situation and know that this doesn't define you. That you're going to get through this and you're going to be a better person after it's over too. To kind of give you the happy ending to my story, a few months into my social distancing attendant job, I am still applying for jobs every day at this point. There is an opening at the zoo that I'm working at. Granted, I'm still not happy with my current job and I don't want to keep working at the zoo, but it's more money, it has benefits, and I know that I would be a shoo-in because I've made connections where I'm at. I talk about it with my husband. I deeply consider it in my heart if it's something I want to do, if it's something I should do, and I go for it. I submit the application. I make it to the first round of interviews. I make it to the second round of interviews. I get to the final round and I'm nervous because I've had my heart broken. I felt like I should have, have gotten dozens of jobs before this one. And this one, I'm not even that excited about. And then I wait. The interview, I think, goes well. And a week later, I hear back. I've gotten the job. It's a quote-unquote grounds laborer. I have no idea what this means. But it's a regular schedule, no normal hours for the most part. It makes almost double what the part-time social distancing attendant makes. And it's what we need as a family. All this time, I'm telling myself exactly what John has told me. This is temporary. This is not my life. This is not my future. And I needed that. I needed that mantra to get through because there were some hard days. I quickly found out that grounds laborer is kind of a catch-all for everything at the zoo. It's cleaning the bathrooms. It's picking up trash. It is doing all the unfun parts of making sure a zoo is clean and ready for guests to arrive. But by keeping my head up, by finding moments throughout the day where I was happy and enjoying myself, like getting to be really close to the giraffes, by finding these little moments and reminding myself that my situation is temporary, I got through a year of being essentially a janitor at a zoo. And now, now I'm a teacher at that same 
school that I applied to in March of 2020. The application season rolled around again, and at first I wasn't even going to consider applying. And my husband, John, looked at me and said, Madison, are you serious? And I looked at him and said, well, I wanted to have a real job by now. And he said, well, you don't. (laughs) And here's your opportunity to get one. And so that was a little piece of humble pie that I needed to submit my application again for this job that really seemed like a dream opportunity for me. And lo and behold, two weeks after submitting my application, preparing myself to get rejected, to get through the interview process and not make it all the way, I got an email saying, thank you so much for applying again. We really appreciate your dedication and persistence to work with us. We have accepted you for the resident teacher program for August of 2021. We look forward to welcoming you to our school. This past year and a half, this job search, this move has shown me so much about myself, about how strong I am, and about the importance of perseverance in a person's life. In the moment when I was cleaning toilets and zoo guests weren't kind to me, it really felt like the end of the world, like nothing could get any worse and my life could never get any better. But by talking to my friends and by feeling those feelings and remembering that mantra, I pushed through. I felt sad, I gave myself a good cry, and then I pushed through. I kept applying for those jobs, and in the end, it did work out. And I know that it will work out for you too. Just keep persevering.